Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. So today is, I'm coming to you just completely on a whim. I don't do these super often because my type A personality tells me there has to be a plan, there has to be structure, there has to be a podcast outline, all of the things. But I went on a walk today, which also, can I just tell you guys, it is so important to get outside in the sunshine and take walks because I feel like I feel so much more creative. I just feel so much better. I've really neglected them here recently because we've just been dealing with really cold weather and I've just had every excuse under the sun because I've been actually doing pretty well without the walks getting steps in. But today I put it on my power list, get in a walk. I knew there was going to be sunshine. And of course I have so many ideas for so many different things. And so this is your sign to get outside and get a walk in. Maybe you take a walk and listen to a podcast or whatever it is, even if it's just a short walk. Remember that something is always better than nothing. Okay, I will get off my pedestal now and get to the actual reason that I have called you all here today for this podcast. So I just want to talk to the person who has made a fitness goal for themselves. We are nearing the end of January, early February. I want you to assess how you're doing so far, because I really do believe that this is such a missed component for success. I think that a lot of us, we want to hit the ground running, right? At the beginning of January, we have so much motivation and we feel so good. And we're like, yes, this is going to be the year that I hit my fitness goal. And so we're like, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to drink all the water. I am, you know, doing all of the things, eating really healthy, all of this, which here, let me actually say this also, you're going to get a ton of side tangents today, I guess I didn't know, but here we are. I had a conversation with a friend of mine on Instagram the other day. She was talking about a salad and she was like, it feels really good that I'm eating a salad because I want to, not because I'm trying to lose weight. And I swiped up to her story and told her like, one of my least favorite like fitness myths, I guess is what I might call it. I don't know exactly how you would say this, but is the fact that people think, oh, if I eat a salad, I'm being healthy. Eating a salad is actually not one of the healthier options for yourself. I'm going to give you my opinion on salads and don't even try to think that I am as a fitness coach telling you not to eat fruits or vegetables because that is not the case. But a salad, if when you go out to a restaurant, you order a salad. One, that salad usually comes with the dressing already on it. And 
a lot of dressing because they want it to taste good. Their whole entire plan in creating these meals for you to come to a restaurant and purchase is that you are going to want to keep coming back and purchasing those meals. So they are going to make them highly palatable. Well, it's not the romaine that makes that salad highly palatable. It's all that dressing and dressings tend to be very high in fat. And I will also say this, that I actually, I gave a nutrition presentation at a local business here and I compared, I said, which do you think has more calories? And it was a red Robin burger and a red Robin Caesar salad. And a lot of people were like, probably the burger. And I was like, actually, no, the salad has more because the dressing is so high in fat and fat is higher in calorie than carbs or protein. And so it just makes it a very high calorie meal. And here's the thing. Another thing when you order these salads out is a lot of times the protein portion on these salads are so small. It's like three ounces of chicken. If you get like a chicken Caesar salad, that's not very much protein. And all of that romaine, if you're getting a Caesar salad, you're not even really getting a lot of vegetables. Romaine doesn't have any nutritional value. If you're getting like a kale or spinach or something like that salad, much better. But again, no matter what kind of salad you're getting, usually it's going to leave you feeling hungry in a little while after consuming that meal. And so you're going to reach for maybe a snack or maybe a whole other meal because you're still hungry. You're not getting much protein, which I'm not even going to get into all the benefits of protein, but we want to be eating a higher protein diet. And, you know, one of the reasons salads don't fill us up is because it tends to have much less protein and protein helps keep us full. Um, And so I hate that diet culture has kind of taught us like, oh, eat a salad and you're being healthy. Yes, you do. You need to eat fruits and vegetables. And I still order salads when I go places, but I'm very careful with how I do that. I get, you know, if I can get veggies on that, like tomatoes, cucumbers, all of that, get some color on there. You want to be eating a variety of colored vegetables because they all have different vitamins and minerals that our body need. I'm going to get the dressing on the side and maybe I'm going to add extra chicken to that if I do order a salad. Um, But it is not very often that I order a salad when I eat out because if I'm eating out, I can make a salad at home for a third of the cost when I'm out, I want a bomb burger. Okay. But I swiped up to her and told her, I hate that. And she was like, man, there's just so much wrong with diet culture. And I'm like, there really is. There really is. And you know, one, another, so I tell you that story because I want to say another thing that I think is very wrong with diet culture is that they make us think that we have to do these extreme things to get success in fitness. Now, like I said, we're already, you know, a good chunk into the year. I was reading a study that said about 80% of people, these are like newer statistics, 80% of people will have dropped off from their new year's resolutions on fitness and finance by February. You are not going to be a part of that statistic. Okay. You are not going to do it. If you feel that you have, maybe you've let off gas Maybe you're losing a little bit of steam. You need to do this reflection to understand what's missing or where you're going wrong. Because again, 
diet culture makes us think we have to be so extreme. You don't have to be extreme to get results. You know, I just did an interview with a dear friend of mine and she's also a fitness coach. And something that we talk about on this episode is how sometimes clients will sign on with us. We give them their protocols and they say, you don't want me to do more cardio or you want me to eat this many carbs? Yes, because if we can get results with trying or doing less, absolutely we want to do that. If we want to, if we can get results with eating more carbs, why wouldn't we want to? That's more sustainable. And so all of this to tell you that if you do feel like you're losing steam or you've kind of fallen off of your new year's resolution, whether that's fitness or not, I want you to do this practice that I'm going to talk about right now. I want you to sit down, rewrite out those goals because you are so much more likely to follow through with a goal that you have written. Even if you already wrote them, there's a lot of power in us using all of our different senses and everything to really kind of reaffirm what we want. And I want you to write it as if it already happened. I'm so grateful I lost 15 pounds if your goal was to lose 15 pounds. Okay. And then I want you to write these out as your reminder. And then second, I want you to kind of grade yourself on that. How have you been doing with this? Ask yourself, did I make a clear enough plan for me to execute on this goal? If the answer is no, you need to start there. You have to create a plan. The next question, was my plan realistic? Yes or no? If no, okay. What's working? What's not working? It's all about adjusting the sales. A ship doesn't leave And just go in a straight line usually, even if it is wanting to go straight across, right? A lot of times it takes some adjusting. It's not always a straight line for us to get to places, right? Even think of driving a car. If I want to drive across the U.S. and drive from Washington to New York, I'm not going to drive in a straight line. It doesn't work that way. So we have to make adjustments. We have to, maybe you take a little bit of a curve. Maybe you take a different highway where sometimes you can go a little bit faster, do a little bit more, but then other times, you know, other states, and this is very fresh in my mind because I just drove across seven states. Uh, But some states, you have different things like weather that you can't go as fast as you would in other sunshiny states, right? And so we have to be willing to accept that. And even, let me say this, even if something worked for you in the past, you are a different person than you are now. I'm sure you have different circumstances. Things have changed in, I'm sure, even a small capacity that maybe that won't work like it once did. And we have to be open to that change if we really want to see through our goals. You know, I told this to my clients and, you know, I've said it on social and I feel like this has really spoke to people is that we have to realize that sometimes our best looks different and that's okay. We cannot have the standard for ourselves that, you know, maybe if, maybe six months ago, you were able to go to the gym five days a week. You were going on sunshine walks daily. You were hitting, you know, 
8,000 plus steps a day, you were drinking a hundred ounce of water and you were feeling good, but maybe right now that's not realistic. Maybe you've taken on more at work. Maybe you need to put your focus on your sleep because you're not sleeping well. So you don't have the energy to get to the gym that many days a week. You know, the sun isn't shining right now. I don't know about you, but it's so hard for me to get outside in this cold. I already talked about that. So things have changed. It doesn't mean they're going to be this way forever, but how can you do something to get yourself closer to that goal without giving up? Because I'll tell you this, when you keep things in motion, even if it's the slightest motion, things in motion are more likely to make it right. Build that momentum. It is so much easier to keep going than it is to do this start stop thing, right? So understanding your best might look different. How can you reevaluate your goals and how can you say, okay, maybe it wasn't realistic. Cause guys, I'll tell you this. I've been in this fitness world for a long time. I like really started taking my fitness journey serious in 2014. I have been coaching since 2019 And so I've been at this nine years in my own fitness journey. I've been coaching people for about four years, three to four years. And I will tell you, people always try to bite off more than they can chew. You are not failing. You just made too aggressive of a plan. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you're failing. That doesn't mean you're not going to get it. Don't give up on yourself. You owe yourself to not give up. And that's what I'm here to tell you today. I want that to be your biggest takeaway is that something is better than nothing. Sometimes your best looks different and that's okay. And we don't fail. We just readjust. Okay. So reflect on your goals. Ask yourself, how am I doing? What could I do differently? Did I not make a good enough plan? And without like fully going into this, I'm going to give you like the cliff notes version of this, but the plan is actually even more important than the goal that you set for yourself because the plan is what's going to be the steps to execute to get you to it. You can dream, we can all dream and I'm guys, I'm huge for dreaming. I'm, I'm a dreamer myself. Okay. We can dream up the best goals, visions, all of it, but It's just that it's just a wish until you make a plan to execute on it. Okay. And maybe, maybe this is even a moment for you to be like, maybe I don't want it as bad as I did. I thought I did. You know, I heard my sister talking about this goal that she had, and it made me think I wanted that goal, but maybe I just like the idea of it and that's okay. You know, I know we recorded an episode a while back and Armando and I were actually just talking about this with our own real estate and investing goals is what are you doing today to get yourself closer to that goal? Are you interested or are you committed? There's a difference. You can be interested in something, but not be committed to it because being interested, you like the idea of it. It sounds fun. It sounds exciting. You know, the example that they give is the six pack. Oh, I would love a six pack. But the actual execution that has to go in for me to get a six pack, no, thank you. No, thank you. I am not committed to it. So 
maybe you're reevaluating your goals and saying, you know what, maybe you're right. Because here's something too. When we tell ourselves that we want something, but we never back it and actually do anything to get towards it, you're just telling your subconscious that you're always going to fail like you've always done. And that's also not healthy. So be real with yourself and be willing to admit that, okay, maybe I'm not as committed to this goal and not now doesn't mean never. Okay. Listen to that again. Not now doesn't mean never. Okay. You can put something on hold because something else means more to you. There's different seasons and times for different things. And that's also okay. So all of that, I just want you to reflect. I want you to see how you're doing. Maybe you're like me and you haven't even fully committed to all of your goals yet, which is wild for me. I am such a goal-driven person, but coming off of a really, really difficult year for me, I chose the word peace for my word of the year. And I started feeling super anxious when January came around and I didn't have my goals. Normally in December, goals decided I'm ready to hit the ground running. You know, sometimes I'd even start working towards them at the end of December, you know, that week in between Christmas and new year, I was like, yeah, I'm already motivated. I'm already feeling excited. And this year, January came around. I didn't even have my goals set and I still don't. And I'm allowing myself that space to say, you know what? That's okay. Maybe we're just really choosing them very carefully this year because I know, again, coming off of a really difficult year for me, I need a very realistic goal setting, you know, setup for myself this year. I really need to achieve these goals. I need to be very, very intentional with them. And so I'm giving myself that time to really sit with these goals. Do I at least have a general idea? Yeah. I do, but I also want to challenge myself. I'm not trying to give myself a cop out. And that's something that I also recommend for you. You know, something that this makes me think of today, I made a to-do list, to-do list for myself and I did things that weren't on it. So I wrote things that I did on the list just to mark it off. Don't do that with your goals. I laughed at myself when I did that. And I feel like you're probably somebody who has also done that. So please don't make fun of me. Uh, but I don't want you to do that with your goals. Don't sell yourself short. I think that's also very important because then we're not actually challenging ourselves. We're not living up to our full potential. And that's also important for us. So just another thought, but I want you to reflect, reevaluate. You're not you know, it's not an end all. Nothing's going to happen. If you decide to change your goals a month in, you've still got plenty of time, but really, really, really take some time. Even if right after this episode, this is going to be a short episode. Normally our episodes are much longer than this. I want you to take that 10, 15 minutes and do that practice. Go back, listen to the questions, figure out how am I doing? What have I done? What do I need to do? Where am I now? Where would I like to be? You know, and let me just give you a brief example of this. If you want to be consistently hitting 8,000 steps a day, don't come out of the gate with that. Maybe you start with, if your current average is like three to four, okay, I want to hit 4,500 steps. Let me, 
let me hit that for a week, maybe two weeks, and then I'll up it to 5,000. And when you think of that, you're like, Kelsey, you really want me to up it by 500? Yeah, I want you to up it by 500 steps. And then I want you to master that because little changes feel less daunting than going from three to 4,000 steps to 8,000, right? That feels like a chore that also isn't going to be realistic every day, right? So give yourself that grace. And maybe that's something, maybe you made a goal of 10,000 steps a day and you've hit 8,000 steps a few days and you've just let those days like, oh, I failed. Okay. But look at your average. Are you averaging over 10,000? So maybe that's the adjustment you need to make. Okay. My, I want my weekly average of my steps to be 10,000 because maybe some days you're hitting 11 or 12. That makes up for those 8,000 step days. Remember, sometimes our best looks different. Okay. I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you found value in this. If you did, please share it, share a takeaway, tag Armando and I. Again, I'm so happy to have you here. We have hit three years on the podcast and I honestly kind of am in shock that we have hit three years. We've been doing this consistently. I think there's only been just a few weeks. We didn't put episodes out due to some technical difficulties and things like that. And that is something I'm so freaking proud of when we talk about consistency just because I'm a fitness coach doesn't mean that I'm a master in consistency. You know, it just still kind of blows my mind that we've been this consistent with the podcast and providing tons of free information and thoughts and hopefully what you see as value. Um, I'm just very, very grateful for all of you being here today. And if you have not left us a review, please, please, please do so. That is how we climb um, the charts. Actually, our recap for the year said we were in the top 30% of podcasts for 2022. And that is something that I'm so proud of and that would not be possible without all of you. So thank you so much. I hope you have a glorious day and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.